Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Steve Kenyon Podcast. I am Steve Kenyon. Happy uh, Thursday. Happy first week of the month of January. I hope everybody had a safe and sane New Year's Eve holiday. We're going to talk a lot about bull riding today. Uh, we get to kick things off with a cowboy who just had a great trip to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. Started slow, finished strong, and then I'm going to tell you about an event that you may or may not have heard of, but part of the fun for me in doing this show is to have the opportunity to introduce my listeners to some of the events around the Western way of life that you maybe don't know about, but I feel like you need to. And I'm going to tell you about one of those coming up a little bit later on. Hayes Waite will join us in just a moment. Today's show is sponsored by Wrangler Long Live Cowboys. Thank you to the Grandview at Las Vegas, the place we stay during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, to Unbeatable Feeds. They're online at unbeatablefeeds.com. You can find them at tractor supply stores all over the country and to the Justin Boot Company, the standard of the West since 1879. New Year's Eve Buck and Ball came to an end on Sunday night, New Year's Eve night, one of four big events in the PRCA on New Year's Eve. The champions of the New Year's Eve Buck and Ball in Gillette, Wyoming. Keenan Hayes, the world champion, won the bareback riding. 21 years old, remember that name. He just set a record $434,000 for the year, and he's off to a great start on 2024. Wyatt Casper from Texas won the bronc riding. Hayes Waite from Utah won the bull riding. Hayes came into the National Finals Rodeo his first trip to the NFR this year and got off to a slow start, bucked off his first eight, placed in round nine, won round ten with a 91-point ride. He's followed that up since then with a second-place finish at the Chase Hawks Memorial and now with a win at the New Year's Eve Bucking Ball in Wyoming. I caught up with Hayes Waite to get his story, a young man of deep faith, a talented bull rider, and here's what he had to say about winning in Gillette. Hayes, how are you? Welcome. Hey, I'm good. How are you, Steve? Good. It's good to see you. Congratulations on um, getting off to a good start on 2023. Tell me about the buck and ball. Hayes, had you ever um, had any luck there before? Uh, I've actually never been there before. This year is my first year going. Uh, me and my travel partner, Tristan Hutchings, were discussing it, and we figured we wanted to get a jump on the 2024 season, so we entered it, and you know, going up there, it's you hear a lot about how it's a it's a cool bull riding and and Bronx and bears and it was just a fun experience, honestly. Yeah, um, you were eighty five on Muddy Creek's Freak Show to win the long round. That was worth sixty two hundred dollars, and then you were eighty nine on Birch's Two Words to win the finals. Uh, so you won over nine thousand dollars. Tell me about that short round ride. Oh, that I mean, going in there, I didn't know anything they had in the short round and they told me that bull would be two out and either way and he'd be pretty good and he left out of there and he wasn't one or two out he was right there in the gate and just kind of faded out there but it was one of those bull rides that it everything just clicked so well but it was a I had to hustle the whole time and it was just an amazing bull ride and an amazing bull and I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to draw him and get on him so let me ask you about the month of December. You go to your first NFR, um, you hit a drought through the first eight go rounds, and then you place in round nine and you win round 10 with one of the highest marked rides of the rodeo, 91. Since there, you were real good at the Chase Hawks and real good. What, what, to, did anything click in there? Did you just get mad? What happened um, after those, uh, those first two, uh, that Rocky start at the NFR? 
So going into the NFR, I, I was really expecting a lot more out of myself and just put a lot more pressure on myself than I needed to. And finally, after round eight, I, I kind of threw my hands up and surrendered and said, okay, God, it's your timing, <laughs> not mine. And uh, he blessed me with the bull ride that night. And I was really wanting to win at least one go around this year. And looking at the draw for the 10th round, I, I knew I had the bull to do it on. And to be able to do it at the 10th round, you know, your first NFR and end with that big of a bang for the season, it it does a lot for you with confidence and mentally. And I just took the stress off myself left in God's hands. And ever since then, I mean, going to the chase Hawks and the new year's Eve buck and ball, I didn't even look at my stock draws. I just went to the gym, did what I knew I had to do to prepare and showed up and expected myself to do my job. So let me ask you about September. And I know you've been asked about this a lot and you're probably tired of talking about it. You rodeoed pretty much the last month of the regular season, needing to win money to qualify for the NFR with a broken jaw. Um, what was that like? Honestly, I I knew this year was a dogfight for me having a late star. And when I broke my jaw, it just kind of honestly lit a fire underneath me because last year I tore my shoulder out in Pendleton and was sitting 18th. And, you know, that kind of was a heartbreaker, you could say. And so when I broke my jaw, I just remember going home and talking to my folks and they're asking me, you know, what are you going to do? And so I'm going to rodeo. Like, I'm not going to let it stop me. And I just left it in God's hands. And, you know, two days after getting surgery, the only thing I was really thinking about was needing to ride my bulls and do my job and nothing else really mattered. And, you know, I got to give all glory to God for that. He, he literally gave me the strength and the energy to do what I needed to do in that last month. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, I've always wanted to ask this question. What, what was your first real meal when you got the wire off your jaw? Cause you, you lived on jello and milkshakes and ultra slim fast or something there for a while, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was pure ice cream, protein powder, and milk. That was 90% of what right. I ate. And uh, the day I actually got all the hardware and everything out of my mouth, I went. they told me I needed to start slow and work my way back up. But I went straight to Chick-fil-A. It was Attaboy. the first thing I could think of that <laughs> that might have something that was soft enough for me to eat. So I went and got the grilled nuggets, and I loved every single bite of it. Awesome. Um, Hayes, what's next for you? Oh, I'm actually getting ready to head south to Texas for the winter and go winter rodeo down there. And uh, my next one will be the American Qualifier in Vegas, uh, the 12th and 13th. And then I'll leave from there and go to Denver and work my way to Fort Worth and all those big winter rodeos. Awesome. Um, I wish you continued success. Full disclosure, folks, I'm the president of the Hayes Weight Fan Club. Um, I'm just so proud to, to watch this young man have the success he's had. And, Hayes, I hope you continue to have a bunch of it. Uh, congratulations on Gillette and, and keep winning. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. That's bull rider Hayes Weight. He won the bucking ball in Gillette, Wyoming. Hayes Waite won the bull riding at the New Year's Eve Buck and Ball in Gillette, Wyoming. Cade Bruno from Idaho won the Extreme Bronx event on New Year's Eve night. Winnemucca, Nevada. Roscoe Jarbo from Idaho won the PRCA Extreme Bull Riding in Topeka, Kansas. That was worth over $10,000. California Circuit Finals Rodeo ended on New Year's Eve night. Among the top performers, Jacek Frost won the third round in the average in the bareback riding. Lefty Holman dominated the bronc riding. Brushton Minton just got done competing in his first NFR was the the uh, average winner in the tie-down roping, J.C. Mortensen, won the bull riding. You can get all of the uh, information about everything that happened on New Year's Eve night, prorodeo.com. And the PRCA this weekend, Rodeo in Odessa, Texas, is getting underway. And the WCRA this weekend, the 
Stampede at the E is taking place through Sunday at the Lazy E Arena in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Those are just some of the highlights that are on the calendar around professional rodeo this weekend. I'm headed to Central Point, Oregon. And there's an event there this weekend. You can watch it on a live stream on the Challenge of Champions Bull Riding Tour social media or on the Cowboy Channel Plus app. It's called the Challenge of Champions Bull Riding Tour Finale. We'll tell you what the Challenge of Champions Tour is all about with the man behind it, bull rider Jason Maddox. That's coming up. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Kenyon Podcast, brought to you by M2 Ranch Jerky. Coming this spring, true traditional cowboy jerky, and by Prefer, number one in ranch and rodeo. Unbeatable Feeds New Forage Only feeds are sweeping the country. Unbeatable Feeds New Forage Only blend features three simple ingredients, alfalfa, beet pulp, and flaxseed oil. Unbeatable Feeds Forage Only feed is clean and natural, high energy, low sugar, and easily digestible. Where can you find Unbeatable Feeds? Tractor Supply Company all over the country. They'll start selling forage only feeds December 16th. Bomb guards, runnings, you can find a dealer near you on the store locator tab at unbeatablefeeds.com. New styles join our time-tested Justin Bent Rail collection. Like the rugged men and women who wear them, these boots stand for quality, integrity, tradition, and hard work. Straight from our legendary El Paso factory, our expert bootmakers build these boots with features that would make even the earliest cowboys proud. Outfit yourself today with a Bent Rail collection by Justin. Hey y'all, this is Cody Johnson. When I was starting out in music, most every radio station and venue I went to told me no. At that point, you got two options, tuck tail and quit or buckle down and fight. Well, I'm a fighter, not a quitter. And that's why I wear Wrangler jeans and shirts. Their toughness and style are legendary. They're an iconic symbol of the West and there's no quit in them either. Life's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And if I'm gonna enjoy the ride, I'm riding in Wrangler. Wrangler, long live Cowboys. Radio fans, we're giving you a chance to take 8 Seconds Media wherever you go. Check out the newly remodeled 8 Seconds Media store. Click on the shop link at 8secondsmedia.com. Thank you for joining us. This is the Steve Kenyon Podcast. I am Steve Kenyon, and uh, I wanted to take a moment and tell you about a event that is really near and dear to me and it's something that i've been involved with for a long time 14 years ago i remember it because it was in october and it was the night of my 50th birthday um that now you know how old i am uh i had the opportunity to help out a friend jason maddox who is a bull rider lives in roseburg oregon was a champion in the turquoise circuit his wife natalie is uh, the daughter of uh, national finals rodeo bull riding qualifier jody Tatone, and uh Jason put on what he called, the at that time, Mad Dog Bull Riding in Roseburg, Oregon, kind of a tribute to the history of rodeo in Roseburg and the old uh, Umpqua Valley Roundup that used to take place there every year. And one thing led to another, and pretty soon the Challenge of Champions Bull Riding Tour was born. Three events the first year, 25 in 2023, and another big schedule, 2024. Their finals are this weekend on Friday and Saturday night in Central Point, Oregon at the Jackson County Expo Center. I asked Jason Maddox if he would join us to take a little bit of time and tell us about this tour of bull ridings. Jason does a lot of things right. 
Um, he, he puts these events on. They get big crowds wherever he goes. The Bull Riders have an opportunity to get on stock that is really good, uh, where they've got a chance to be a lot of points and win some money. There are just a lot of good things about the way that Jason produces these events. Uh, I thought I'd share this with you. Here's Jason Maddox talking about this weekend, the Challenge of Champions Bull Riding Tour in Central Point, Oregon. Roseburg or Central Point today, Jason? I'm in Central Point. I have to go to work today, Steve. It's yeah. time to be serious. Got it. Uh, Central Point, Oregon, the Jackson County Expo Center, Friday and Saturday night. Jason, I've asked you this question a dozen times, so forgive me for asking it again. But for folks who haven't had a chance to hear what it is you've done with the Challenge of Champions Tour, and this is like the 14th year or something like that that, that you've been in business with this thing, this is kind of a bridge. You've got a bunch of young kids that are 18, 19 years old that have come up through your tour. All of a sudden, they're showing up in the PBR events. Yeah, no, it's been awesome, Stephen. My goal, so when I was still riding bulls, I, I grew up in Arizona, and we moved up here. Me and Natalie got married, and we moved up to the Northwest, and they had two events they did in the wintertime, maybe three total. And I was, you know, you grow up down south where you're getting on all the time, and my goal was to put on events during the wintertime to where these guys can get on or I can get on all the time. And so we started our events in 2009, and here we are today. And now the Northwest benefits from the bull riders up here benefit from what we started. I'm, I'm, I can't be prouder of what we've done. Yeah. Just as the these guys and these young kids get to come, and, and you know me, Steve. I don't want to be the PBR or the PRCA. I want to be the guy that builds them to go up to those. I'm, I'm happy with my place, and, and we've built some great bull riders. There are a couple of names that come into my mind right off the bat. Chase Doherty, his brother Colton, right now is leading your standings going into the finals. But Chase came to a lot of your events when he was first getting started, went to the NFR, been to the PBR finals. Dawson Branton, who is now making a lot of noise, I think, in the PBR, um, is a two-time champion of your events back when he was like 16, 17 years old. Those are just a couple of the kids that have now moved on and, and are doing great things and there are a whole bunch more that folks are going to get a chance to see this weekend that are doing great things it is you know we're most proud of that man these young guys come here and we give them the opportunity to get on good bulls all the time um and, and we, we help them to start to you know those guys are all super talented we we had just a spot for them to go but to be able to see them guys move on and go on it's awesome and now these young guys that we're rebuilding again starting our finals this year this weekend it's going to be cool to see where they're one guy that sticks out that rode through our whole junior deal. Lane Vaughn is coming in second to Colton Doherty, which Colton has a chance to be our first three time champion on tour, which we're proud of Colton. Colton is awesome. And he's been a figure of our tour for many years. So, you know, Colton, if he, if he pulls it off, he's, I'm happy for him, but there's one guy that could ruin it for him. And that's Lane Vaughn. And Lane was, I think he was eight years old when he started coming to our events. Now he's 18, just turned 18. He's riding at the PBR and the PRCA now. So, to me, that's an honor. And he was second last year to Cade Madsen, and now he's second to Colton. And he's got he's got his work cut out for him, but he can pull it off this weekend if he does what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and you, you mentioned uh, Cade Madsen. Cade Madsen's another one that uh, he was one of the top five draft picks in the PBR teams draft last year. Um, you know, and his brother Briggs has been, you know, you've got, you've got kids that are coming from Utah, Montana, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, um, California. Did you ever imagine, Jason, that this would get to be this big and this regional and, and uh, you'd have events in Arizona, Montana, all over the western United States? Honestly, no. No. It's, it's honestly, I love it today as much as I started. Um, putting on events for these guys and watching these guys make good bull rides, 
it, you know, I, I was always a fan of my buddies when they made good bull rides when I was rodeo, just as when I made a good bull ride. But it, like, see these young kids come up and they stick it on something. And some of them, we have some guys that are beginners, not beginners, but they, they're the younger kids. And when they, they're 80 points, it's the world to them. And, and I want to be the first one to shake their hand, just as it is when Cade or uh, Chase and them guys rode. You know, it, it's awesome. And then watch these guys go on in their career. Me and Natalie, I think that's the most proud we are of it, to see where these guys go as ours is a stepping stone for them. Jason Maddox is uh, the producer of the Challenge of Champions Bull Riding Tour. And I mentioned that this is an event and this is a an entity that has a special place for me. I announced the very first one back in Roseburg, Oregon, way back when, a long time ago. Jason and I were both a lot younger um, and have been at as many as I can go to ever since then. The, we always fill the building up there in Central Point. It's a great venue. There's not a bad seat in the house. Um, and we get a big crowd that shows up to, to come watch every week. Then Saturday night, we do our long round, and we'll bring back our top six bulls that are in our standings, which we're really proud of, too. Like, these contractors rodeo with me all year long, go our bull ridings, and, and the top six bulls in our standing will compete for Bull of the Year on top of crowning our either three-time champion or Lane Vaughn. So it, yeah. it's, it's going to be exciting. And this, this crowd is amazing. And if you guys, if you can't make it here, we're going to be live on our, our live stream app. And then also the Cowboy Channel app. You can watch us there too. So it, you can watch us either way. Please tune in and check it out. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. These are these are really good bull ridings, folks. Um, one of the things that, that I know, Jason, you've taken a lot of pride in is the caliber of livestock. And I would put your bulls up against the bulls at a lot of rodeos and a lot of events that I get a chance to watch and go to, you've got five or six guys and men and women who are uh, bull raisers that bring livestock. And uh, I don't think, I don't think the caliber of bulls you bring has needs to take a backseat to anybody. You are really proud of that fact, aren't you? I am. I have one contractors to believe in what I believe in is putting on a show and, and bringing stuff that guys can ride. And that's not your little 19-point spinners. This weekend, we're riding for 25000 and they're going to have to earn it in our short round because our top our top six bulls are that 22 to 22-plus buckers. So, But all year round, my contractors bring me the bulls that guys just want to get on and have fun and, and ride. And we put on a show for the, the fans. Nobody wants to see everybody hit the dirt. And, and as a promoter, that does nothing for me. As a contractor, that is great. Your bulls look good. Congratulations. Nobody comes back next year. Yeah. But when they're six or eight bulls at your deal, and they're like, those are bull riders. That's what I'm proud of. There are you. You're a bull rider. Uh, there's a young fellow that folks might remember who darn near made the NFR uh, more years ago now than I think he probably wants me to admit to, named Joe Mealing, uh, who lives up in Pendleton. He does some beautiful leather work today, but he's your arena director. Um there are, there are bull riders involved in the production of this event. How important is that to you to get the input of your history riding bulls, Joe's history riding bulls, your judges are all guys who have ridden in their lives. Um, talk about that a little bit, how important the input of bull riders is to putting on a good bull riding. Well, you know, I rode bulls way back when, and I had to when I went somewhere and you have a judge that never got on a bull. And I mean, and when you rode a hard to ride bucker, it was always frustrating. So I always vowed when I started my deals, I'm going to have people involved with me, guys that done it. And they made, they, none of them made the NFR. They might not even have a circumference, but they rode bulls. They understand it. And then some of them have absolutely Joe's 16th in the world. 
and Joe runs my shoots, which is I, Joe, you know, Steve, I get a little, I get a little wound up. Joe's my bandaid. He takes a little. Care of and, <laughs> but Joe, whenever I get Joe to come run our shoots, it's awesome. Uh, you know, like I said, when them guys are so busy and Joe's running 23 plus now and he's so busy with his leather work, but he still takes time to come here. But then same with the other bull riders that, that at one time in their life, they rode bulls and they rode bulls great. Yeah. And that's what I, I surrounded myself with these guys that have done it. And, and then it helps because then the bull riders, honestly, you don't have an argument with the guy marked you the way he marked you. He's like, I, I've been on bulls like that. Yeah. Yeah. You heard me marked that much or that bull was easy. You know, when you, when you put people in place that actually have done the sport that they do, that's where I'm the most proud is. And, and honestly, they also give me feedback that helps us make us better uh, every time. And that, that's, what's cool is everybody takes uh, pride in what we do and they all have their piece of the puzzle and they're happy with it. Talk about what folks are going to see on Friday and Saturday night. Um, you can watch the live stream either from the Challenge of Champions Bull Riding Tour. You can access it through social media or through cctbullriding.com. It's going to be on the Cowboy Channel Plus app. But just talk about what folks are going to see this weekend um, if they come to your bull riding in Central Point. You're going to see six um, junior kids that came all year long to the rodeo with their heroes here. So we have our junior association, and we're going to change something. Friday night is our first round, so everybody will get on one bull Friday night. And then they have a chance Friday night to get on the bounty bull. The guy in the long round in the regular bull riding, the high mark guy will get on our bounty bull. And then the guy, the junior kid, we are first time ever. We're going to do a bounty bull for him to have him a chance to win an extra thousand dollars. Cool. So, you know, kind of building those young kids up and get them something to be proud of. And then Saturday night, we're going to come back with our championship round. We're going to do another long round. And then we're going to bring our top six bulls in our standing that, that got points all year long that are our best top six bulls. And that'll be our and, and our bull riders will have to stick on them. They're they're pretty honky, so uh, that that's what's going to be impressive to watch them. And we're going to crown a bull of the year too. And like I said, our contractors they bring us everything we want all year long. And this one in Baker City are two events we put our, our juice in the short round, and it's going to be good watching. Somebody's going to win a lot of money. We got twenty five thousand for the bull riders this weekend, uh, the most we've ever had for CCT. So you know, our prou- I'm proud of our sponsors that have all made this happen. And that, that we couldn't do with any without any of that. There is a young man. You, we talked about Colton Doherty, who's number one in your standings. We talked about Lane Vaughn, who is 18 years old. He's from Klamath Falls, Oregon. He's going to college at Western Texas College in Snyder, Texas, and is number two in your standings. Kobe Olson from Idaho is number three. And he is one of the most impressive young talents that I've had a chance to see come along. He actually, I think, if I remember right, started in your junior division, but his family raises bulls. Tell me if I'm getting the story right. Um, 100%. We watched him in Homedale, Idaho, actually win a bounty matchup. Um, he is a he is an impressive young talent. Yeah, Kobe, he came to Caldwell, and he came there and rode in the juniors and stuff and, and wanted to kind of move up. And, and, and I told me and Kobe have had this talk since then, so it's it's all out there. I just I wanted to see him ride again. Just I, I'm very protective of young kids coming up. I, I don't want to hurt a kid. And so, I yeah, do I baby him some? Yeah. But at the same time, when you're ready, you're ready. And then so he came to Homedale this year, and as soon as he made his – I was going to put him off. I was going to bump him off no matter what. Once I seen him ride his uh, junior bull, which it tested him, he, his dad put him on a bucket. And I'm like, all right, this kid is ready to move up and come ride for us. And so, and then he came out on the bounty bull and won the bounty that night on the uh, against our guy that won the. I think it was, uh, I believe it was Austin Cummington. I think he matched up against. 
And Austin at the time was number one. In- yeah. So it was great. It was it was very impressive. But I, I walked up. You know, he came in and got his check. I said, Kobe, no more juniors, buddy. It's time for you to move up. And and that kid hit our tour running. And, and everywhere he went, he won. Yeah. And one of the nicest young men you'll ever meet. Yeah. His mom and dad, but he's a great kid. So I, I'm excited to see where Kobe goes. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a follow up on that. Um, you have had you have involved the junior bull riders. Pete, we, we talk all the time about people putting on schools, doing doing various things to try to build the next generation of our sport. You've had the juniors coming to your events ever since the very first night. I don't know that you've ever, uh, if you have, it's only been one or two, and it's just been because of time concerns. You you put on very few events that haven't included the juniors in, in them in 14, Correct. 15 years. Nope. I do those young kids, you know. Um, they show up, they're excited to hang their ropes next to Colton and Chase, the Cades and stuff. And, and you, you're able to kind of, I mean, I've got daughters, I was never blessed with boys. So my wife always does these with my boys. I always, you know, get to kind of shape those young guys and, and talk with them. And, and then like I said, even Joe does it, uh, all my board, all the guys that are there, we're here to kind of help shape these guys into becoming young men, good young men and bull riders second. Yeah. And, and we're, we're pretty proud of that. And all my young guys that come, they're they're the most genuine kids ever. And every now and then you get one that's is a little bit on the outside and he doesn't understand. Like you know, everyone bucks off and you want to throw your fit and stuff. But my rule in my arena is, and Joe, both of us is, you never throw a fit. In there. Nobody wants to. We all saw you buck. We all bucked off. Don't throw a fit in front of the crowd. And you know, we have a sign that says, "There's a young kid out there watching you everywhere you go." I was just going to ask you about that sign. Um, I see it every time I announce one of Jason's bull ridings. It's something like somewhere out there, there's a young man right now that is watching you and wants to be you, something along those lines. It's 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 really a great message that you send the guys out into the arena with. Absolutely. And and it's one of the things, it's like when you watch the college football, where they tap the top of the, there's a, there's a thing on, uh, you know, when they leave the locker room. And our thing is when they show up, it's one of the things I always point out, hey, we're here, we're, you're going to be a legend tonight. Go be a hero for somebody. Somebody here is going to look up to a cowboy and want to be you. Yeah. Be him. Don't be somebody they don't want to be. And that's that's why I look. I, I love entertaining what we get to do every day. If you look at it as that, that there's a young kid out here who wants to be a cowboy one day, go, go be a rock star. Uh, Jason, I can't wait to see you Friday and Saturday night, Central Point, Oregon, Jackson County Expo Center. Um, and uh, there are some tickets available, Coastal Farm and Ranch, in the area you can go to cctbullriding.com you can go to the challenge of champions tour on facebook um this is a this is a great series of bull riding she put on what 18 or 20 a year now right we're we got now it's it's crazy started with three and now we do 25 wow that's amazing um jason maddox i appreciate your time i'm looking forward to seeing you you too steve thanks for your time pal that's Jason Maddox, the producer of the Challenge of Champions Bull Riding Tour. That's this weekend, Central Point, Oregon, uh, just outside of Medford, the home of the 100-point bull ride, the place that Wade Leslie made that 100-point bull ride so many years ago, uh, the Challenge of Champions Bull Riding Tour finale. And if you happen to be in the neighborhood, come by. If you happen to be on the Cowboy Channel Plus app or if you want to get on the uh, Challenge of Champions Tour social media sites. You can find a live stream. Watch it. This is a really good bull riding. It'll be Friday and Saturday night um, out of Central Point, Oregon. Thanks to Wrangler, the Justin Boot Company. Thanks to M2 Ranch Jerky and Resistall, to Prefert, and of course our friends at Unbeatable Feeds, to the Grandview at Las Vegas, and to Classic Equine. God bless everybody. I'm Steve Kenyon. Thank you subscribing. Thank you for subscribing, and thank you for listening to the Steve Kenyon Podcast.